I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's a special Giveathon version of the movie show. Enjoy the movies today, but think about the parents sitting at Primary Children's Hospital who need your support. I liked the people that helped me out and worked on me. It was good. Go to KSLKids.com to donate. Here's Doug Wright and Steve Sales on KSL News Radio. Movie show coming up, but you know, Steve, this is a special time of year. Giveathon uh, kicks off. Yeah. And what an opportunity. To help the kids at Primary Children's Hospital. We love that hospital. There are just so many connections that everybody has to that hospital. Even if you don't have somebody directly who has been affected or treated at Primary Children's Hospital, if you look into your extended family, if you look into your neighbors, and believe me, the day will come when when you sit back and go, thank heaven, we have this medical facility here in KSL. For as long as I can remember, the whole time I've been at KSL and even before, yeah. you know, there has been this effort that has happened to really try to help those kids. And we're going to have some special interviews coming up. We'll have two today, one in the 10 o'clock hour, one in the 11 o'clock hour. We're going to talk with uh, Julia Sherman uh, and uh, find out her situation and then also an interview with uh, Emmett, uh, Emmett's mom, and, uh, you know, Riley will be joining us. And uh, we always hear so many amazing stories. So this is going, going to be going on, you know, this month. And it's, a, it's just one of the great things that brings our community together and helps us all have such an easy way to help the kids at Primary Children's. So. Well, it's painless. I've been doing it for a couple of years oh, I know. now, and I don't even notice it. I know. You, you, and especially, we're, Steve's talking about being a smile maker, and we we call it that because it's an ongoing gift. Yeah. It's You decide, you know, I, 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 I could give maybe $25 this month, and you go, but I'd like to give more. People have said that over and over and over again over these many years. And so... Somebody came up with the bright idea of, well, you know, there is a way to give more. If you can give $25 a month, well, how about if we do it for a year? Yeah. How about if we make that an ongoing gift? And you can sign up at your bank and credit union, do everything. You can go online and uh, just check that out. And many of us do that and become a smile maker. And, boy, that just becomes an ongoing gift. And, it, you know, let's say it's $20 a month. All of a sudden, at the end of the year, you know, you're looking at, hey, I gave $240 to Primary Children's Hospital. And as you mentioned, most people would tell you they don't even feel it. So we'll give you more information. We'll talk more. We'll be talking with some of the parents. We'll talk with some of the kids. And that'll be happening in everyday part here at KSL News Radio. But the movie show marches on, Stephen. Indeed, sir. Indeed. So, and especially since it is sponsored 
We need to do the movie show preview. And ladies and gentlemen, the movie show preview is sponsored gloriously and proudly. <laughs> okay. Well, semi-proudly by our friends at Call Climate Services. Surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Yeah, speaking of an ongoing gift, this is what Call Climate Services does. <laughs> this is such a gift. We're going to sponsor this thing. Okay, uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> Armageddon Time. We have some really unique movies to talk about here. This one, you know, and, and they're both... The, the two big movies and the Banshees of Inchanon, you know, we're going to talk about that as well. But they're very unique movies. And they're... Most of the movies on this list today, I mean, there I are, so, it's like we know the big movies are coming. Right. So let's empty the shelves. If I was to list all the movies that are opening this week, it's at least probably 12 to 15. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. But they're, they're really good movies. But Some they are. Uh, yeah, well, I thought Armageddon was a really good movie. I, like I liked that. it up till the end. Well, the end was weird. Yeah, that's for sure. Because you talk about, man, some bad messages there. And dear old dad isn't exactly being a hero here. But I'll tell you what. I thought the performance from Sir Anthony Hopkins oh, Grandpa was, was amazing. incredible. Anyway, we'll get more into that. Yeah. But loads of movies to talk about today. And kind of unique movies. Oh, my gosh. Good Night, Opie. Is, yeah. You know, this is about the Mars rovers. Right. I, I was in tears yeah. over a robot. Really? It, it's really moving. you got to get out more, Steve. I probably should, but yeah, I blame the NASA we guys. We line him up with somebody. <laughs> Why did you have to go there? It was just a simple story about how NASA guys treated these like they were their daughters. So you're crying I have daughters. Robots, so. You have a daughter. I do. Well, then what, if they, what if they saw the robot as a little boy? Well, their names are Spirit and Opportunity, and they were designated yes. twin girls. They were. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you have twin girls, so I'll, I'll give you a pass on that. Thanks. Kind of. Okay, let's see. What else have we got? We got still need to get out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Still need to get out more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> movie news is coming up. We got some movie news for you. And uh, remember, we had some technical difficulties. We weren't able to talk with Dan Radford, who is the um, marketing director of the Egyptian Theater up in Park City. So oh. we wanted to. We've, we're rebooting that. So we, we're rebooting got Dan. We we're rebooting Dan. Uh, we've got streaming news. We've got the movie show Top Ten. And uh, Dee will be joining us to talk about the quirky picks of the week. I mean, it is a, um, it is a full house today on the movie show. The movie show. Holtzman, come on. The hat is too much, right? Is it the wig or the hat? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It's the movie show coming to you from, of course, Sound Sleep Medical today. We'll be telling you more about that. But we've got to talk about the big movie of the week, and this is uh, Armageddon time. And let's get a little sound from that. Something's bugging you. What is it? Sometimes kids say bad words about the black kids. Who's that? Somebody from my old school. Did they ever come to your house? What do you do when that happens? Obviously nothing, of course. You think that's smart? Next time those schmucks say anything bad about those kids, you're going to say something. You're going to be a mensch, okay? Firm handshake. Okay, give me a hug. Boy, being a mensch. You know, Steve, this is such a unique movie. It truly is. I mean, on one hand, it's just kind of a, a mess. You know, we've got this family that is multi-generational. They have escaped the old country. 
And, and interestingly enough, it wasn't the Nazis. It was the Russians, the Cossacks, and so on in Ukraine and so on. And they make the leap and they go to London, then they come to America. They're trying to forge, uh, you know, a better life. Anne Hathaway is the mother, Esther Graf, in this one. And then Jeremy Strong is Irving Graf, who is uh, an underachiever in the family. And boy, but yet he let you know. Yeah, but boy, but he's he's had a lot of love and a lot of, of help from Anne Hathaway's father, you know, who is played by Sir Anthony Hopkins. And then you have the the typical family, you know, this Jewish family sitting around the table and just sniping, like we see in a lot of movies. But this is not like a lot of movies. It tells a very, very in-depth story. They have two young boys, and one is just kind of your average kid. The other kid is a little unique. He's very artistic. He wants to be an artist. He want, You can tell. And the grandfather recognizes what's special in this kid and that he's not slow. He's not dumb, which the schools and even sometimes you wonder if the dad's totally buying into this. And Anne Hathaway is so beleaguered, you know, trying to keep the family together. She's got an underachieving husband. She's got, you know, two problem kids on different ends of the spectrum. And she just, she's trying really hard. She's the PTA president. You know, the kid is acting out, and he's kind of guileless in some ways, you know, and he gets sucked into things. He befriends this black kid in the school, and this black kid is really having problems being raised by a grandmother who is fading. And so he's just on his own, the danger of having him in a foster family. But the grandfather sits back and kind of recognizes what's going on in the family. And he is the healer. He's the binder. He's what keeps this family together. And the moments that he spends with this kid, mentoring him, being the mentor to this kid, is just amazing. And, again, he sees things in this grandchild that even his parents don't see. But he, too, is fading. And there's something going on. And we find out at the end he's going in for some tests and so on. And he kind of does a little last hurrah with his uh, grandson because he bought him a rocket. And they're going to set it off on Flushing Meadows, where, where the World's Fair in New York occurred. It's been the subject of, you've seen it in uh, Men in Black and yeah, so sure. on. And there there's such a touching moment there. And the the grandchild at various points tells his grandpa what's going on at school. And when he talks about the names that this little black kid is being called by. Johnny, by the way. Yeah, and I'm not kidding you. The response from Anthony Hopkins, and you could tell, this is it. He just will not tolerate this. And he basically asks the kid, <clears throat> are you going to get into this? Are you going to be the friend? Are you going to be the mentor? Are you going to stand up against this? It was one of the great, great moments. But as you and I were talking about before we uh, went on the air, this kid and his, his grandfather, after he is no longer there to kind of protect him. This kid gets sucked into all kinds of things, and he wants to get away. His family's so messed up. His dad is the biggest mess of them all. And he gets in trouble with the cops, along with this black kid. And they're trying to watch out for each other. It was really sweet. You know, this kid could have just escaped and not even been a part of it. Then the black kid tries to give him an out, and then then the dad comes in and blasts that all to pieces. And he did, you know, one of the arresting officers, this guy's a repairman, he repaired this guy's water heater, so the cop owes him a little favor, didn't charge you know, him for the repair. So the cop gives him a pass, and the lessons that the grandfather taught are just undone 
by what the father does because he's just a weak person. Not a bad person, but just a weak person. This is one of those thoughtful movies, and you'll walk out and you'll go, wow, did I like this movie? I really like the movie, but as you pointed out, the the last part, uh, you just go, wow. Well, it, it, it indicates the white privilege, basically. I mean, this kid, even though... He is in a minority family himself, at being Jewish. Yeah. <clears throat> sorry. The Movie Show. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Coming to you today from Sound Sleep Medical, the infamous movie show. And, Melissa, we got to talk about the things that are sure signs that you need to take a look at it. Uh, I mean, snoring seems to be one. If your spouse or your you know, sleep partner is recognizing that you're stopping breathing in the middle of the night, you wake up feeling, feeling just hammered in the morning. But you mentioned there are other things like headaches and so on. Yeah, you know, Doug, you mentioned a lot of the big ones. Daytime fatigue, heavy snoring, like the kind you can hear through a closed door, and then morning headaches, that's another kind of red flag that you might have sleep apnea often snoring from what i've seen you know motivates people to come in because their spouse has just had it or they're sleeping in separate rooms um, and they just don't realize that snoring is much more than an annoying noise it essentially means that you're not getting enough air Um, there's something that's being restricted at the back of your throat that's what's making the noise is those tissues kind of flap together. Right. And you're oxygen deprived if you're snoring a lot during the night. When people contact Sound Sleep Medical, they come in, and you, you mentioned the, the home test that we can take, which is offered free, the sleep screening, the free sleep consultation. And then when you bring that information back in, uh, then you can really analyze and see what the deal is. Often, is the solution then this oral appliance yeah yeah absolutely and back about the sleep screening you know i had a patient come in a week ago that said i'm so frustrated i tested somewhere else and it's been six weeks i still haven't gotten my test results and you will have your test results that day when you bring that kit back to us we'll tell you that day whether or not you have sleep apnea and then we'll tell you about this oral appliance that can fix the snoring which is huge, especially for the sleep partner. But um, more importantly, it fixes sleep apnea in a really easy way, much easier than a CPAP. You know, the other thing, too, that we've talked about is, you know, I don't know how anybody gets an accurate, hey, this is the way I regularly sleep when you're in the lab, you're wired for sound, you're in a bed that you're unfamiliar with, you you're, have people, you know, we, we joke about it, you know, standing around with clipboards and lab coats. I mean, you know, who, who has a quote-unquote natural night's sleep? in that environment and to have this all absolutely free with no obligation and then and we'll talk about this next time this oral appliance the way you custom make that i mean this is a medical device a very sophisticated medical device that insurance companies recognize and we'll talk more about that but boy make the phone call right now you know don't go into the holidays just you know it's all it's stressful enough fun enough wonderful enough tiring enough you want to go in in tip-top shape and boy to get that great night's sleep would make such a difference any time of year but especially at this time of year call 801 716 
888-888-8672. Take advantage of the offer of the free sleep screening, the free sleep consultation with no obligation. 716-8672. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Now, before we get to our traditional news items, Dodgeball fans, we've got something for you, maybe, here. But we... Dodgeball? We had dodgeball. You're going to throw a wrench at me? Do, no, well, you know, if you can throw a wrench, you can throw a ball. You can or dodge vice versa. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, well, with you, we don't want you to dodge it. So anyway, wow. ooh, I know. See? This I'm is starting very, to feel the holiday spirit. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel it, too. It's just that you don't appreciate Ayasco nuts at Christmas. You know, if you just embrace You're that, right. I. It's just. If you just in And yingle bells, you haven't even. Okay. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Um, we are going to start the holiday season off hmm. with a big movie show blast next week what? yeah i know i know next thursday night jeff the whipple is joining us right now who's the big marketing kahuna. the whipple the whipple like kermit the frog you know <laughs> so jeff the whipple is joining us right now to talk about what's going to transpire Ooh. next thursday night jeff welcome to the movie show great to have you on with us Good to be here, gentlemen. Happy, happy to join you. He didn't know where to start. He's hey, like, I have ah. to, I have to tell you this. You know, last night I needed to catch up on the Banshee movie, right? And so I thought, well, I'm going to go out to Jordan Commons. They have a nice early, you know, showing at five o'clock. And so I go in, buy my ticket at the kiosk, by the way, which is the first time I've ever bought it at the kiosk. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I did the same thing, and I like yeah. pushing the buttons. Like huh? I know, so I, I'm in there. I bought my ticket, and I bought my drink. Yeah, and I'm got I'm your just, refill, or yeah, did you it, bring in your? No, I, 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 I kind of. Oh, this is a lark. So anyway, so I'm sitting in there waiting. I've got my little drink, and I'm sitting there waiting for the movie to start. And just before the movie starts, this couple walks up, and they they move into the row right in front of me, and he goes, "Doug, how you doing?" You and, thought you owed him and, money. And I, I thought it was, you know, my subpoena. But then you're the, ankle indi- bracelet. the indictment. No, you're the only one with the ankle bracelet on this show. So anyway. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Do you have two on there now? They're matching set. One Sandy City, one <laughs> Unified Police. Anyway, so, so I, but I'm looking into the screen, so I can't see the my lawyer. I can't, I can't see the face. I go, who is that? And he goes, it's Blake. And I said, oh, how you doing? So <laughs> Blake Anderson and his great wife are sitting right in front of me as we watched the Banshee movie last night. You and mean Anne? Yeah, of course, Anne. <laughs> you didn't know her, did I you? Did. <laughs> really? 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 You called him Blaine Don't for you? years. No, that was Michael. <laughs> you can't peg that one on me. So anyway, and then afterwards we had a discussion on that movie, too. Oh, I bet. Yeah, we did. Anyway, so meanwhile, back at the ranch. So I want you to know, Jeff, that we are really excited about a special edition of the movie show next Thursday night. And we're going to be at uh, the Megaplex Theater at Jordan Commons. Right. And we're going to be there starting our broadcast at 6 o'clock with Jeff uh, Kaplan, just doing some call-ins. And then a full-tilt two-hour movie show from 7 to 9 p.m. But we got to talk about what you guys are doing. You could bring in your black leotards? To celebrate... That would be if I did, there would be 
weeping and wailing and screaming and running and you know uh, I'm thinking tears of joy would be streaming down faces. You know eventually we are going to get to Jeff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, tell us what's happening next Thursday. Well, actually actually the the attire is is white because that's that's a traditional color for for mourning in oh, in this culture. Right. So okay. so if you're if you're going to be on if you're going to be on point uh, and I don't think I'm giving away any spoilers because that that information's in the trailer. But if you see the celebration, the the honoring of of King T'Challa uh played by Chadwick Boseman, the the the, the buzz for this film the hype, the energy, the anticipation is extraordinary. We have so many people who are so anxious for this film that we are thrilled. And frankly, one movie show this next week wouldn't wouldn't contain all the energy, so we, we thought we ought to we ought to step up and host a special edition on Thursday with Jordan Commons. We're thrilled to have, have you gentlemen join us. And that's opening night. So yeah. actually the, the celebration for us starts a little bit earlier in the day because we are one of a handful of locations in North America that were selected to host the special double, double feature screening of the original Black Panther and then the new Wakanda Forever. Uh, they'll be among the first to see it uh, starting at noon on, on that Thursday. But the celebration will continue. We'll have, we'll have special screenings. We have obviously you know, tickets available for the public. But then we have company parties, groups hosting special events. It is it is going to be an exceptional night, not only at Jordan Commons, but across all the Larry H. Miller Megaplex locations. Boy, absolutely. We've got to talk about that. How do people get involved? And give us some of the details for those who want to see it. You know, it, they want to see all the old, old movie, the, the previous movie. I'm surprised it hasn't new sold out. Is it still? I, is it sold out yet? Yeah. There, there's. We still have tickets available. Um, there is, there is so much energy and a- anticipation, and people are dissecting this this new trailer to try and get anything they can to to crack the code for what what this new film is all about. Yeah. Um, but we do have we do have tickets on sale for the double feature. It's available at the Megaplex Theaters website or on our mobile app. Um, great seats available. It's in one of our our luxury auditoriums here at, at Jordan Commons in the Dolby Atmos Auditorium. Mm-hmm. Great seats still available, and the studio is providing exclusive uh, swag there. Plus, we're going to add all, all the Megaplex magic elements that we can for the experience. So it's it's going to be a party, like I said, starting at noon. But then we will continue through the night, and then we've got activities and special events happening throughout the weekend, including uh, a special screening with our friends from KSL on Monday night here at Jordan Commons. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. You know, some of our sister stations and so on will also be involved in that, and I'm going to be there for the, the kickoff on that as well on the Monday night. So, Jeff, now, how many of the theaters of the Megaplex theaters are participating here? Oh, we've got, we've got, we're wall to wall. There is so much happening uh, across all of our locations. So and the the joy of this this kind of timing for us is that as as auditoriums fill up, we have other auditoriums. We've got other technology that allows us to to move into the next auditorium and the next. So we've got great seats available for people. Um, but we'll be hosting special events and celebrations across all of our locations. Uh, we've got word of several you know large companies hosting special events. The Black Chamber of Commerce is hosting an event at Thanksgiving Point on Saturday evening that includes a delightful celebration. We're, we're getting some of the details of what they've put together. 
and it's going to be one of those for the ages as far as just a, a special yeah. night out. There are so many people gathering, and that's what the joy of this kind of film is, is it brings people together. And what a great experience to be able to host this at a Megaplex location. Well, Steve and I have been talking about this. We're hearing a great buzz on this film. And, you know, we all wondered with, you know, the, the death of the star. I mean, with Chadwick, you just go, oh, my goodness, what are they, how are they going to do this? And I'm hearing it's brilliant. I'm yeah. hearing it's really, yeah. really good. I hear they've done an, him an honorable job right. as far as saying goodbye to Chadwick and then the new. And then moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff. I, it was such a loss for all of us. Oh, I, no he kidding. Was just, what, what a, what a an incredible performer who brought such heart to a character. I, I, th- I think we all cared about not only the character he portrayed on screen, but him as an individual and what a, right. what a tragic loss, but what a, what a, what a tremendous human. Oh my goodness. You know, his movies 42 and when he played Thurgood Marshall and what was the one where the blues, uh, the, the, did the James Brown. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Jam- but just, oh. But there, there was another one where he, it was, was it Bessie Smith? Which one was it? I'm trying to remember. He, he played a secondary character to her. Uh, um, oh, Ma Rainey's. Yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, Black Bottom. Yeah, Black Bottom. Yeah. That's, that's, I couldn't remember. You know, it's not a title that just rolls off your tongue. But that was his, one of his last major performances. Right. And he was You can tell he was kind of oh, emaciated yeah, a little yeah. bit. Anyway, Jeff, we are so excited about this. We're looking forward to Thursday night. And again, for people who want to participate and be among the first in the world, literally, to see this movie, they can do so by going to the uh, Megaplex um, Theater website and then also go through the app, right? Yeah, megaplextheaters.com or, or our free mobile app. Uh, and you know, tickets are, are still available. Keep keep checking if you're not finding the exact showtime because we've, we're, we're continuing to adjust as we need to. Technology is working great, and uh, we're, we're thrilled to be hosting this. And it's a kickoff to some great movies just through the end of the holiday season. There are so many great films lined up. We're, we're delighted to kick it off this way with, with you fellows. Hey, Jeff, thanks so much for including the movie show in this celebration. We're really looking forward to it. And uh, we're going to take a break here and come back with the rest of our movie news in just a moment. The Movie Show. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, let's just uh, wrap up our movie news here, and then I want to talk with uh, Melissa. Dodgeball sequel. Is it going to happen? It was Justin Long who revealed that Vince Vaughn has a plan for Dodgeball 2. Uh, quote unquote, Vaughn has come up with a funny idea for a sequel. End quote. But Ben Stiller. Apparently, he's kind of, uh, you know, dodging the wrench a little <laughs> bit here. And uh, and they say... Beneath him? And do you know... No, it's not beneath him. Do you know what, what seems to be the problem? He's got the ghost of Zoolander 2 that pops into his mind. Because, you know, Zoolander was so much fun. So And, and then Zoolander 2 was terrible. Oh, I see. So that's what he doesn't want to have happen. Because well, he loved doing dodgeball. He said it was great. It was so much fun. He really liked his role. But anyway, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Are we going to have a sequel? Who knows? It made $160 million back then, $20 million budget. And uh, we'll see what happens. So Oscar winner Adele 
says I'm... we've been pronouncing her name wrong. What is it, Adele? No. <laughs> All these years, <laughs> yeah. it's not Adele. It's Adele. 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 So it's not Adele. No. That, okay. that would be rude. I don't know why, but somebody, they were doing a talk show, and somebody called in from some little town in Hey, England, Adele. And she and they corrected said, No, she said, no. She said, hey, okay. Adele. And she goes, ah. Okay. You're the first one that's got it right in years. Adele. Okay. Yeah. Father Stu returning to theaters, new PG-13 version. That's going to happen on December 9th. They wanted it to be more accessible. They, that was the problem with the first one. I know. It was rated R. It was raunchy. Sweet movie. You know, good message. But it was so raunchy, and the language was off the charts. So anyway, they wanted something for the holiday season, and they're releasing it. December 9th, yeah. and it's interesting because there are no other major releases that weekend to drown it out. Father Stu coming back. Well, if you first you don't succeed, recut yep. it. Recut it. Uh, are, you, are you willing to suffer for your art? I suffer for my art just by being with you every Friday. Well, here's one that's worse. Tony Todd from the original Candyman, yeah. almost 30 years ago, by the way, says he was paid $1,000 for every bee sting. Ooh. And he had a great lawyer, and he actually got a total of 27 stings. $27,000. Now, Virginia Madsen, who was also yeah. in the movie, is super allergic, so they gave her little baby bees. Little baby bees. Which don't. They okay. very rarely sting, and so, but okay. they had to vacuum them off for 20, right. 25 minutes after the show. Well, there you have it. I mean, where do you find news like this? Movie news here on the movie Adele show. Adele has spoken. Adele has spoken. It's a special give version of the movie show. Enjoy the movies today. But think about the parents sitting at Primary Children's Hospital who need your support. I liked the people that helped me out and worked on me. It was good. Go to kslkids.com to donate. Here's Doug Wright and Steve Sales on KSL News Radio. And boy, don't forget, it's so easy to give at this time of year. First of all, we're all in the spirit and the mood. But uh, KSL, for many years, has uh, acted as kind of a conduit through which uh, people can donate to the kids at Primary Children's Hospital and do it just so easily. And all you have to do is visit kslkids.com or text the word SMILE to 57500. And we always mention, you know, being a uh, smile maker because a lot of people have decided that, yeah, I can I can afford maybe, what, 30 bucks uh, this month. And what about next month and the month after that? And you think about that, and at the end of the year, that's $360 that you donated to the kids at Primary Children's Hospital. And I've said this for years and years and years. Imagine... If everybody in the state of Utah participated at any level, uh, I mean, imagine if every family, every family uh, donated like $20 a month throughout the state of Utah. We have over 3 million people in the state. I just, and it's so easy to give. And when you have something as wonderful as Primary Children's Hospital, literally in our backyards now with their various locations. When I'm driving to Eureka sometimes and I take one of the crossroads to the other side of, uh, so I can go down the west side of Utah Lake, you know, I'll pass the one that's under construction right now and then in Riverton and then, of yeah. course, the traditional location that we've all grown up with. Uh, well, actually, I grew up with the one up on 11th Avenue, but it's got such a legacy and it's it's a way that we can all step up and all of us can help. And we're going to be talking 
with uh, some of the wonderful parents and kids throughout the day from Primary Children's Hospital. So that'll be coming up at about 1035, by the way. All right. Hey, we need to get into, uh, I, I really felt bad when we were having some technical problems with the phone system and everything. Uh, I think we were actually here when, when that occurred. We were here at Soundsleep Medical, and we were going to talk with Dan Radford, who is the marketing director, Egyptian Theater in Park City. And it, we just weren't able to put it together because of technical issues. But we have Dan joining us today. Dan, welcome to the movie show. Good to have you here. Hey, thanks so much. I'm really happy to be on. Hey, it's great to have you here. You know, I love the Egyptian Theater. What a I've legacy. I've seen so many great films with great movie stars yep. over the years in that theater. Absolutely. Me too. Jackie Chan was there yeah. from Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah. Was I wasn't there for that, but everybody has talked about that. And that, that was the movie that introduced me to Jackie Chan. And I thought, who is this guy? And they're just amazing. And we thought we'd just figure out, you know, and find out what is happening at the Egyptian Theater. And, of course, he always plays a big role in the festivals up there and so on. But, Dan, maybe you can give us just a little uh, little update. What's happening at the Egyptian? Yeah, well, we're really excited to host Sundance Film Festival again uh, in 2023. That always happens around January. Um, but my responsibility is, because Sundance does so well, <laughs> kind of, we're actually one of the most photographed uh, theaters in the whole country because of it. Uh, and that's just the two weeks, really, that they're up here. But the rest of the year, we host live theater and concerts and comedy. And so I feel like a lot of people may not know uh, how many things that we do. We're a very unique venue in the fact that we have something new almost every single week. Uh, every now and then we'll do a musical, uh, which will take up about two or three weeks. So what's coming up? This week is the Family Stone. So on November 4th through 6th, we have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Betsy's Family Stone, and we're really excited to host them. And next week we have a flock of seagulls, which you all probably remember from the 80s the way there uh, with that yeah. interesting hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so exactly. We have that coming up, <laughs> and we have Rent as well, Rent the Musical, which is uh, for some mature audiences. We've, uh, if, you, if you know Rent the Musical, you understand about uh, kind sure. of the... Uh, hit the wave during uh, New York, so we kind of get spread coming up this next this is November. Let's let's look a little forward too to Christmas. Uh, you know, I've attended uh, Christmas programs up there, everything from Kurt Bester to to several other amazing. And there's something about being in Park City at Christmas time, and just being able to go into that legacy, beautiful, historic you know, location of the Egyptian theater and uh, enjoy Christmas programs. Can you give us a little heads up what's coming up for the holiday? Yeah. So this December, we're excited to host Tommy Emmanuel. Uh, he's coming up December 1st through 4th. And we also have Croce plays Croce. Now this is uh, AJ Croce uh, and his father is Jim Croce. So his son AJ is playing oh, his music. So if you, like, if you like him, you're going to enjoy that. That's yeah. happening on December 8th through the 11th. Uh, and then we have what a lot of people really love in our community is the Park City Holiday Spectacular. That includes uh, a sing-along with our community members that come together to put on a show. It's kind of a variety show, a holiday. And as you mentioned, Kerbest is also coming up. That's going to be right around December 22nd to the 25th. So if you're looking for a really good Christmas, Christmas event, uh, that would be one not to miss. And yeah, tidy up December, we have Forever Plaid. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Forever Plaid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good spread this month and next month. We're really excited about it. Uh, but it's really fun for us because we have something different. We have new artists every week, 
uh, our community never gets tired of what's happening on our stage. Yeah, absolutely. And how can people become members, participate, get tickets? Kind of give us a lowdown on that, because I understand there are different membership levels, including the Faro membership. Yes. Faro members are um, probably are, are very better. I feel like we are not just a, a house that offers live theater. I feel like we're sometimes a deconstructed country club in the fact that we have so many social uh, opportunities. Almost before, before every show we host, a pharaoh social gathering and so it's really a great place for people in the community and the surrounding areas of park city to get together to network to meet other people uh, as well as enjoy live theater and music together we offer free drinks to them because it's a private social and becoming a pharaoh member is actually really easy we're, we're more popular than we ever have been which is surprising because post post covid it was a little unpredictable but we are just gangbusters right now and we have pharaohs just running in it starts at about 80 bucks a month for the whole year, and it's uh, the levels. They can, there's more benefits as you go up, and I encourage everybody to go to parkcityshows.com and select that Pharaoh page so you can learn more about our levels and benefits and really take advantage of everything we offer at the Egyptian. Now, to get more information, I understand you can go to the website, parkcityshows.com, or you can call uh, 855-745-SHOW. And, Dan, keep us up to speed on things that are happening up there at the Egyptian. It really is such an amazing theater. I love the fact that it's still with us, for one thing, that it's it's been yeah. not only maintained, not only is it there, but it's been enhanced. It is incredible, and it has that spirit that it's, it's had from the very, very beginning. It is truly a Utah treasure, a, a landmark in Park City. So I really appreciate you joining us on the show, Dan. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy to talk to you about it. I feel like the Egyptian has so much history. We've been the Egyptian for 96 years, and like you mentioned, it's a, it's a unique treasure. We even have, I think a lot of people don't know this, it's a really fun fact. We have a full-time staff member who is a painter, and her job is to update all of the interior paint and all of the interesting Egyptian motifs that we have inside of our theater. So if you make it to our theater, make sure you look around at the ceilings and on the walls and I really appreciate that we have a local artist who's maintaining that for us. You know, isn't it interesting that Egyptian motif was so popular, you know, 100 years ago and 90 years ago, and everything was happening over in Egypt with, the, you know, the opening of the tombs and so on. So it was a rage, and you look at that whole building and, and the the uh, the artistic elements and just the motif of it, it it is incredible dan thank you so much for joining us and i'll look forward to seeing you up at the egyptian theater in park city yeah it's been a pleasure i'll see you at the egyptian thank you it is ten sixteen here at ksl let's take a brief respite and we shall come back despite popular demand with more of the movie show the movie show Fredo. you're my older brother and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The movie show here at KSL News Radio, and we're broadcasting today uh, from and with our friends at Sound Sleep Medical. The number to call is 801 716 8672. You know, you hit on some of the key reasons why people really do need to act right now. Because when you you get to the end of the year, many people have hit their deductible. Many people 
are now looking at, wow, I had all this money squirreled away, you know, to take care of some medical things that aren't covered by my insurance or something, and I've got to use it or lose it. This is the time. Absolutely. At Sound Sleep Medical, we do oral appliances for sleep apnea, for snoring, and it's been studied and proven to work, so health insurance companies pay for it. It's a great time of year if you've met your deductible. Take advantage of that, the fact that you've already spent all this money on other medical issues, and get this taken care of because it's really important for your health. And if you're insured by one of the outliers, and most of the major insurance companies do cover this device, but if for some reason you are there and, and they don't, there are two things. We can use that flex spending that we've talked about, or you offer some great financing. Yeah, we've got 0% financing. If you happen to be unlucky and don't have a benefit, We've got that to help you make payments, same as cash. You don't have to worry about the interest. And when you think of this oral appliance and how it is just crafted perfectly to your mouth so it makes all the difference for you, how does that actually work? How do you do that? How do you make that perfect fit? Good question, because a lot of people out there might be thinking, I'm not sure if I can sleep with something in my mouth. But this is high tech. We're talking a 3D digital scan of your teeth. Um, It will be the perfect size, perfect fit for you, really comfortable, um, and it helps prevent things like uh, jaw pain or tooth movement. You know, I see people who try kind of internet solutions for their snoring, and sure enough, they come back and see me and their teeth are totally shifted. And you mentioned, too, you know, a lot of people will come to you because there there are other ramifications. It just isn't you waking up with a headache and you're just kind of hammered for the day. It has some real serious health downsides if you're not getting a good, solid night's sleep. And often, this is kind of a sad tale, you say that, you know, somebody who has had a stroke or whatever, the doctor goes, you know, so this won't happen in the future you need to go and check this out at Sound Sleep Medical. But wouldn't it have been nice if they had come six months earlier? Absolutely. I hate seeing that, and I've seen it far too often. They come in after they've had the stroke. They've got decreased mental and physical capacity now, and it was such an easy fix. We could, If only we have caught this you know, before the stroke then they wouldn't be dealing with these side effects. So it's not just about you know waking up feeling better and having a great night's sleep. There's so many downsides that become cumulative and can cause real problems with your health and your well-being. This is the time to call Sound Sleep Medical at 801-716-8672. This is the perfect time of year to do this. 801-716-8672. It's Sound Sleep Medical. Steve, we probably ought to review another show here. Let's see. How about if we do, uh, you know, Enola Holmes 2. I'm curious about this. Do we have time to talk about it here? Uh, Sure. Yeah, okay. Let's get a little sound. Enola Holmes 2. Extortion, blackmail, corruption. I fear she's tangled with the wrong people. Posh girls like you don't belong in this fight. Posh or not, one thing I am good at is fighting. She likes causing trouble, doesn't she? Don't be so desperate to prove yourself, Enola. But it's important. I know what that's like to feel alone, to be ignored. No one else cares for these girls, but I think I've made things worse. (laughs) Enola Holmes, too. I have not seen this yet, but I did in anticipation of this coming up. I watched the original. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was fun to watch it. You know, I, I haven't seen it since it first came out. 
man, that that's a really interesting presentation of the Sherlock Holmes and, you know, the Mycroft Holmes story. Right. Well, he's in it more this time than Sherlock? he was. Yes, yeah, Sherlock. Yeah. Uh, because Enola has solved her first case in that first movie. <clears throat> so she sets up her own detective agency. Uh, but nobody wants to hire her because she's a girl. A girl. Yeah. But uh, one, finally, she's like tidying up the office, getting ready to leave. This girl comes in. She's a matchmaker, not like, you know, like getting people together. <laughs> right. She works in a factory that makes matches. Matches, right. And her sister is missing. Uh, she has no money to pay uh, Enola, but she figures, hey, it's a case. What the heck? Yeah. She goes, I will help you. I'll help you try to find your sister. She's been gone for a couple of weeks. We don't know what's happened to her. Uh, so Enola goes with her, gets a job at the factory, and realizes that this place is horrible. Yeah. I mean, the phosphorus that those girls were getting involved oh, yeah. in. Can you imagine? They were killing kids left and right. And that's where there's an interesting twist here in that they brought in some historical uh, issues that were you know, pertinent at the time, including, you know, no union, no help for these young women. And so not only is there a mystery, but there's also a cause here. Uh, the, the mom makes periodic appearances, Helena Bonham Carter. You know, she's the anarchist who's like blowing up mailboxes and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we do see a lot more Sherlock. In fact, he actually at one point says, hey, maybe we should work together. And she says, no, 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 that's not going to work because then I'll always be in your shadow, which mm, yeah. which was a kind of a cool idea. So it it's actually got a little bit more meat to it than the first movie. It's very similar to that. There's a lot of fourth wall breaking where she looks at the camera and she you know like, what is going on here? So I thought it was just as cool, just as cute, maybe even a little bit more uh, meat on the bone, to be honest, as far as, uh, you know, a social yeah. uh, interest. So Anola Holmes 2 gets a B plus. So how do we see it? Uh, it is only on Netflix and it is rated PG-13. Only on Netflix. Yeah. Sorry. It's too bad to be fun to see that on the big screen, I know. wouldn't it? Most I of these know. movies... I know we keep whining about that, but it's true. It's like it is true, you know. And you know, Netflix get... is pretty good about you know doing a week before right. in select theaters. They're getting worse about what select theaters they are. Like maybe right. three, three, one in Miami, one in New York, and one in L.A. Budapest, yeah, Budapest. <laughs> so uh, right. yeah, it's a little uh, disingenuous, but uh, this one is straight to Netflix. They spent a lot of money on this, and you can tell it looks like. Uh, the sets are all very cool and good. Yeah. All right. So again, the title is Enola Holmes Two, two. with Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Only on boy, isn't it interesting to watch? You know, watching any child actress or actor, you know, grow. Oh, she's an incredible young she's, woman now. I mean, just you know, obviously the physical changes that every kid goes through. Right. But her her chops are amazing. Her oh, she acting loves, ability. And she loves doing these movies. Yeah, exactly. In fact, she says, I, I love doing these so much, it makes me nervous to go back to do Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Because that movie f freaks me out. <laughs> it freaks me out. Well, coming up, we are going to talk a little bit more about our Giveathon that uh, is underway now. And we're going to talk with 23-year-old Julia Sherman. And her legacy and her experiences at Primary Children's Hospital. What a life she's hospital. created for herself. Just Good um, for her. Amazing. So that's coming up here on the movie show at KSL News Radio. It is 1030. The KSL Giveathon. 
Well, I'll tell you, it's it's amazing, first of all, what Primary Children's Hospital does. And here at KSL, we have just made it a priority for so many years now to help facilitate easy donations to Primary Children's Hospital. But, you know, this was underscored to me when I first became an employee of KSL many, many years ago. They said, you know, it's not just about getting the word out on how you can donate. It's getting the word out on what this hospital truly is, what it does, and what an incredible blessing it is to our entire Intermountain West community. And, boy, nothing says it like talking with those who have actually experienced it. We have Julia Sherman, who is on the line with us, and she was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when she was 16 years old. And, Julia, thank you for joining us here at KSL today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Doug. I understand you're 23 years of age now, so we're talking seven years that you've been dealing with this type 1 diabetes. And this this was something interesting as I was reading a little bit on, on you about your odyssey on this. There, there was, this isn't something that traditionally is in your family, no history of type 1. Yeah, exactly. So it was a huge surprise when I was diagnosed. Um, the summer before my junior year of high school, I had a bunch of weird system, uh, symptoms and lost a bunch of weight and um, went in to the doctor and they were like, your blood sugar is at 850. It's supposed to be between 80 and 120. So we're pretty sure that you have type one. Um, and they sent me up to primary children's right away. Wow. Well, and 16 years old. I mean, you think of what's going on in your life and all of the things totally. that are unfolding when you're 16 years old and yeah. good grief to get that kind of news. How did it affect you and how did it affect the family? Totally. So like right when I was diagnosed, um, it was a huge contrast between like having my sweet 16, which is a transition to adulthood, and then having this really real disease that um, was an eye opener for me about how I need to be an adult and take care of myself and manage my medication and make sure that on a day to day basis, uh, my blood sugar is in check. So I felt like that juxtaposition was really interesting um, and it's a key time in a lot of young people's lives I mean there's a lot going on um, I was a competitive swimmer in high school so it really impacted the way that I showed up for workouts um, and was able to get through those two-hour practices um, but I'm so lucky to have such supportive parents my mom is actually a nurse so she just like jumped on it right away was super helpful right from the get-go um, and they have continued to be super supportive and um, having them in my corner has been key to being able to be successful in athletics and go to college and live away from home. And um, my little brother is also super supportive. He luckily has not been diagnosed with type one so far, but every time he's kind of weird with food, my mom's like, check his blood sugar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was the most difficult thing for you? And I want to talk about some of the great people that worked with you and cared for you and you get your impressions of them. But what was the toughest thing at the age of 16? And as I mentioned, for seven years now, you're 23 years old now, if I, if I have my information correct. What, right. What's been the toughest part of this? I think it was really hard to navigate athletics um, in the beginning because I was used to being able to get through a two-hour practice and know what my body needs and how it feels. And then having high goals in the sport, wanting to go D1 for college, um, and then really struggling to just get through a workout. It was really tough to believe that I could accomplish what I wanted to. Um, it was yeah. so hard to show up for those workouts every day and really want to give it my best. But I had incredible coaches and incredible teammates, and my care team at Primary Children's was 
so amazing. My doctor, Dr. Lindsay, the endocrinologist there, always asked the right questions. He was so helpful at like trying to decide what I should be eating before practice when I needed to get out and test my blood sugar. So I couldn't have done it without this village of support. It, it is amazing to hear about the incredible team at Primary Children's. And boy, that includes everybody. You know, <laughs> I've always said yeah, this. even you walk through the door, and even those that, that are you know welcoming you at, at a reception desk or in the maintenance or whatever, everybody works as a team at that hospital, and it makes it yeah. so in, incredible. Now, the transition. I mean, here you are, 23 years mm-hmm. of age right now, uh, some college. I understand what? You were on the UC Berkeley triathlon team in college. The transition yes. from being a, quote, unquote, kid at Primary Children's <laughs> Hospital to a, an adult at the age of 23 How does that continuum of care work? Yeah, so when I was first diagnosed at 16, um, I was enrolled in a program called the grad program. And this was actually just starting as a study. So a grad student was looking to see how a control group um, that didn't get any treatment from primary children's past um, 18, and then a treatment group where kids that graduated and left primary children's continued to get some transitional care from their team about how to navigate insurance, how to set up appointments with an adult doctor, how to um, manage your prescriptions on your own. So I was really lucky to be in the treatment group of that study, and it was so helpful to have folks at Primary Children's that knew me as a kid, that were there when I got diagnosed, that saw me move through the last two years of high school, like teach me how to navigate the medical system and be independent on my own, especially moving out to Berkeley, which is where I still live now. Um, Being away from my parents, it was so important that I was able to do all of that by myself. Yeah. Well, what an amazing legacy. What an amazing story for you for Primary Children's Hospital. And Julia, just as a, a final request, what would you say to people who are, are listening right now? They're, they're intrigued by your story and impressed with what you've done. And what would you say to them to kind of get them on board to make a donation to Primary Children's Hospital? And perhaps the, the best way, in, in our opinion, at KSL and at the hospital is to become a smile maker where you become a continuous giver every month. Just whatever amount you designate just automatically comes out and goes to the kids at Primary Children's Hospital. What would you say to those who are thinking about that right now? Yeah, I mean, that sounds like an incredible way to continuously support the program. I'd I'd say two things. One is that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. And the second thing is that these children that live with chronic illness or diseases that make it really hard to get through every day can also achieve incredible things when they have support from teams like Primary Children's. And when you give to this program, especially teen to adult healthcare transition, you're allowing these kids the independence to go out and achieve their goals and be reliant on themselves rather than their childhood doctors or their parents. And that is so empowering and so important for these kids who are navigating and managing these things all the time. You can really, really make a difference in their lives. Julia, I so appreciate you sharing your story, being with us here on the radio today. We wish you the very, very best. Thanks for all you've done. Thanks for helping us with our Giveathon, And I just hope you have a great, great upcoming holiday season. Thanks, Doug. You too. Thanks so much for letting me share. Oh, it's it's our pleasure, believe me. Julia Sherman with us. What a great story, and it's just one of many. I mean, you talk to people who have had an experience either as a patient or as the parent or the grandparent or the neighbor of somebody who's been a primary children's hospital, 
And it's just an amazing place. And right now, you can do your part. You can become a donor and hopefully a smile maker with Primary Children's Hospital. It's so easy to do, and we would encourage you. And this started many, many years ago. Uh, one of the most common things we, we had when we'd take the phone calls at the back in the day, the radiothon sure. and the telethon, whatever it might be, and people would say, hey, I, I, I can give $30, and I wish I could give more. And we thought, why, why don't we try to facilitate that? If somebody's comfortable giving $30 this month, would it work next month too? And you become a perpetual giver. And both you and I have participated in this, Steve, and you don't even notice it. And if you do notice it, it's in a good way. Yeah. You know, you look down and you go, what was I thinking? Why did I buy that? What? Where did that come from? I need to make a phone call and cancel that. And then you'll look down and you go. I haven't used that all year. And then, yeah, that's right. I bought that. And then you look down and you see this. Yeah. You see that $20, 25 30, some people 50 some people 100 And you go, yeah, that's a keeper. That's a keeper. So. I hope that uh, all of you right now, if if it's in your heart, you'll uh, make the phone call and you'll go to kslkids.com and uh, and if you possibly can, become a smile maker. This is the time of year. You know, it's it's kind of in our DNA. There's something at this time of year that just makes us want to reach out and it's important throughout the year to support Primary Children's Hospital. Only 10 minutes left in this hour for you to join Doug and Steve in their support of the kids in Primary Children's Hospital. Donate right now. Go to kslkids.com. All right, kslkids.com. And, boy, talking to Julia Sherman. And, you know, you look at What an inspiration she is. Oh, just. And 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 what an athlete with type 1 diabetes. Isn't that incredible? And all of these kids, you know, a little later on in the program, we're going to be talking with uh, the a mom of Emmett, and uh, you know Riley will be joining us, and uh, just Boy, incredible. Moms have the oh, moms have the inside track here, and you know who gets most emotional when we talk? It's the dads. Yeah, and when we have Softies. a dad join us. And, they, you know, oh, boy, when, when it's your kid, your daughter, your son, oh, my goodness. But we can all help by going to kslkids.com and donate what you can. And if you can, become a smile maker. Okay, Stephen, I think it's time. <clears throat> and now for some Melanta. Ladies and gentlemen. Boy, we're a little slow on the trigger on the music here. Ooh. Ooh, see, ask and ye shall receive. A little mild wine there. <laughs> no, it was a major wine. It is time for the movie show top <gasps> ten. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. <sighs> when did you start adding the nah? I don't know, I just... It just takes it takes so much out of me, Steve. It's such a sacrifice for my art and craft. You know, it's probably well, is that part of your it's probably suffering take, for your art. It's probably yeah well, yeah. well, okay, I have a great line, but I'm not going to use it. Yeah, I have no idea how many years that's taking off my life to be able to put that much into the movie show top ten. Well, if only you could take a little more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do a a poll on that. Okay, number ten, sponsored by Call Climate Services, of yeah. course. The movie show top ten. Yeah, why not? What were they thinking? Okay. <laughs> All right. Number ten is Tar. Yeah, amazing performance. Uh, boy, a really, like, 
college-level music movie. Yeah. Uh, and in its four weeks, I think 10 people have seen it. Yeah, 2.8 wow. I've got. Hey, The Woman King is still in the top 10 for seven weeks now. Yeah. And I wish this was making more money because it is a really good movie. And I, I'm not sure any kind of pre-trailers you know, and everything really did it justice. I think a lot of people still go, well, what am I going to see? What is this exactly? Well, the problem is everyone who's seen it has given it at least an A. I know. So it's like, okay, just go. Dee and I went to see it and really liked it. And we, and we did not see it in its opening week or two. All right, Terrifier 2. I, Art the uh, Clown is back. Art the Clown is back. By the way, you know, yeah. for the 50 bucks it costs to make this movie. It's killing it. Yes. I know. I know. Amazing. Lyle Lyle Crocodile. It's been out four weeks. I like this little movie. It was fun to see with my, uh, my grandson. Number six, Till. You know, we knew this movie would not kill it money-wise. But there is a story here. And it is an amazing, tragic story with redemptive factors at the end. I mean, the, this horrible thing that happened to this young man. You know, I know. What was he, 14 years 14 old? Years yeah, 14 old, years old. And uh, what what his mother and what the NAACP and what others did. I mean, it, it, it really, if launching the civil rights movement, I wouldn't quite put it there, but, boy, it put power behind it. Absolutely. You know? And on top of that, it got an A plus in the Cinemascope. I think there's only three or four movies this year yeah. that have achieved that level. So yeah, it's like I said too. It's a you tough know. watch, but it's a great watch. I gave it a full four stars, just with no reservation. A number five, Halloween ends. I mean, look at this thing. It's cranked out over sixty million dollars domestically. Is it doing anything internationally? Another thirty-six foreign, so it's about to go over a hundred million. Okay, but that's the real story. Right. Is the next movie. Okay, yeah. All right, Smile. We, we're going to blast through this. Okay. Smile has made just a little under $100 million. Pray for the Devil is number three, uh, just a little over $7 million. Ticket to Paradise. You know, this little rom-com's knocking it out, and I, I still have yet to see it. I'm going to go see it with uh, my daughter and my wife. The key here is it's already made $87 million foreign because it opened yeah. a few weeks earlier. And then Black Adam. You know, it's, it's number one again this week. It's made $110 million, and I'm still trying to figure out what it was all about. Yeah. Okay. So there you have it, the Movie Show Top Ten, sponsored by Call Climate Services. Okay. This is something you ought to do right now. You ought to pick up the phone. You ought to call Sound Sleep Medical because it's time to take care of your sleep apnea. It's time to get that better night's sleep. It's time to wake up and not have wake up a headache. Yeah, it's time to just simply wake up. And what happens when people make the phone call at 801-716-8672? They will automatically get a free sleep consultation in one of our seven offices. They will get a free sleep screening, which is a little test they get to do at home in their own bed to see what's going on with their oxygen during the night. And then let's, during this last hour, Doug, we're going to throw in two free movie tickets Wow! for everybody that calls in. Great. So, okay. Yeah. So along with everything else, that free sleep screening, the free sleep consultation, you'll get two tickets yeah. to see a movie. And let's talk about what that sleep screening is. Um, it's... I, pulse oximeter that goes on your finger, a strap with a monitor that kind of sits on your chest, and then a little nasal cannula for your nose to monitor your breathing. Those three tools are going to give us all sorts of data on you. For example, what's going on with your oxygen, your heart rate, 
how many times do you stop breathing during the night and how long does it last? It's a really comprehensive test, even though you get to do it at home. Right. And today it's free. And you'll have the results immediately. You're not waiting weeks and weeks and weeks wondering, well, now what do I do? You know. So th- this is the time. Call 801-716-8672. And again, you know, for the last hour of the show, we're going to throw in two movie tickets for you as well. There are six locations in Utah. It's 801-716-8672. It's the official quirky pick of the week on the KSL Movie Show. Ah, uh, tis the movie show quirky pick and D.A.N. is here with us. What have you got this I'm week? I'm happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you here. We had such a discriminating viewing week, I I believe. (laughs) We started... All British, then? Well, well, we'll get there. We started in the spirit of Halloween with The Blob. The Blob. The Old Blob? The Old Blob. blob. It was was on TCM, I think. 1958. And I recorded it. Stephen. 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 It's not Steve McQueen. In the tr- it's oh, it Stephen, it's Stephen McQueen, McQueen. Stephen. and every other weird. sub. It's not was B, it Dale in the movie. It's not B actors. It's like C minus actors. Yeah, I'm not sure it's even C's. Yeah, you recognize some of them from old TV shows and stuff. But I mean, horrible acting. Well, he was horrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who saw him and said, "Let's give him another movie because well, he's going to be he's a pretty. star." I don't know. He was okay. I mean, he was kind he was of a rugged. gawky-looking teenager. No, yeah. he, he he was so young in this. He movie. was so young, and his line delivery was stiff, and the script was horrible. It was so, so unique wide. that we were just laughing out loud. We it was loved so watching this. It was so much fun yeah, we... to watch the blob, and and the blob is so weird. Anyway, first of all, it takes this guy's hand, this old farmer who finds it because it comes in a meteor. Do you remember and it? Have you seen it? I have seen it. So but... I'd never seen it. Yeah. yeah, and I love it when. It sucks up the guy's arm, then it sucks up the guy, then it sucks up the nurse, then it sucks up the doctor. It doesn't move very quickly, though. No, it's very no, slow. I, I don't know why they so, can't get away from yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like the, you know, not getting away from the old-time zombies. But I love it when, when they're, they're desperate. I mean, the, the blob's going to get them, so they run in the meat cooler in his dad's you know supermarket. Well, supermarket, little tiny grocery store. And the blob comes under the door, but it doesn't like the gold. <laughs> you go, oh, man. It's, it's funny we would just spontaneously burst out laughing our favorite line was i can't even remember the context but something about was it in the house or something and somebody said well it doesn't sound like a house it it makes no sense i know it made no sense when they said it yeah it's 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 an incredibly bad wonderful movie and to see steve mcqueen steven steven mcqueen (laughs) (laughs) that's right yeah it was a kick so it's got to be the best worst Horror figure, uh, the yeah. blob, yeah, the blob itself. I mean, unless it's, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the blob. I, I mean, mean, you know, I you think co- it was just like silly putty or something. Yeah, right? and we don't know if it was a he or a she or maybe it's uh, we don't know, but you know, compared to the creature from the Black Lagoon and Frankenstein and Bella Lugosi as Dracula and so on, this is a pretty lame monster. Yeah. So, okay. so anyway, we would challenge anyone yeah. to put that on their list. Oh, and all the groovy teenagers in that movie were just, oh, man. <laughs> were they parked in cars? Oh, and, parked oh, yeah. in cars, yeah. going to the movies and all the things and they that had all the hip he- teenagers the hip, do. The hip uh, comments, you know, right. about things being groovy. So anyway, probably enough on that. Actually, anyway. this was pre-groovy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. 58. Yeah. It was pretty ungroovy. This, this is long before groovy, yeah. So then we juxtapositioned to enter back into the world that we're most comfortable, the British 
movies, Downton and we Abbey. watched Downton Abbey. Yeah. 2019, the movie. This is the one where the royalty is visiting Downton Abbey. I like it the way the royalty does it. They just send you a notice that they will be staying at your place. And you go, oh, okay. So you should repaint and do yeah, everything right. you can. Yeah. Do you remember it? Oh, yeah. Pre-COVID. And I thought it was a good time for us to watch it because, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't there a new one coming? I'm oh, not sure. Oh, I thought you'd know. I, I should have researched that. I thought I saw a teaser on I it. I hope so. Yeah, well, I just... It's just a cash maker. I mean, you know, there's no special effects, no nothing. But it's so lush. Yeah, it is it's lush. It's so lush and beautiful, and, and so if it's not huh. coming, I'll start weeping. I'll, I'll look that up. And plus, they do those point. big, long shots going into Downton Abbey, which is what, High Castle, something or another? High Clare Castle. High Clare Castle. Yes. And then they do, you know, where the old steam engines, and then they do the big sweep of watching the steam engine go through the countryside. Oh, it's a beautiful film. Yeah, but, I mean, that's cheap to do you do that with a drone oh right? yeah and i mean now that they you know it. and so yeah th- there's not a lot of real high well, and cost that's kind of become a sub industry i understand in great britain to like remember the harry potter tours and stuff which i yeah. think they still do oh yeah they do the downton abbey it's you know i think it's still a pretty big deal and we loved the series you you weren't you didn't i watched some of it you watched some of it yeah i mean you you're either in or out you're but not what does that say too Stephen, much in the middle <laughs> when you watched some of it well, I got a little bored, to be honest. Oh, yes. oh, oh. There weren't enough car chases in it, and you know there the, were a lot of harumphing. And the blob didn't make an appearance coming under the castle door. No, that would have been cool. That would have been very cool. <laughs> well, following along that vein, then we decided the final season of Doc Martin. Huh? Now, I don't know if you've watched it. A little bit. Okay, so it's right. It's in season ten. It started in two thousand four. It's in season ten. Season ten is exclusively available on Acorns, which is a subscription TV. I flipped back through this morning to see if you could catch it. I think like one through seven are available on um, some of those other small networks: Crackle and Tubi or Tubby. How does one say that? I think Tubi. 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 So they're out there, and also at the library. We had friends that yeah. would pick up the whole series. Go get library. the whole DVD thing. Huh. But Doc Martin's back. He's given up his license because he's just so tired can- of making shoes. Well, he, <laughs> no. he's so cantankerous and just makes everybody mad. And so in season nine before COVID, lucky for him, pre-COVID, he had a blow up. He decided he wasn't going to be a doctor. They were investigating him for his But, but he was sure that they would come and beg him to come back. Yeah, he thought they did. And they did. <laughs> but, but he's brilliant. He's like yeah. recognized as one of the great medical minds. So anyway, everybody's he's being a house husband now. And his wife, oh, what is her name? Um, uh, I, yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, she's become a, a psychiatrist, and people are coming to the house, and he's still curing people who get hurt. Well, he's funny because if he sees somebody, and this is how it opened. Remember, he right. was on the train. Right. This is back in in the very 2004. beginning. And this this really pretty young woman is there, and he keeps staring at her like he's a creeper, you know? But he's noticing something about her that, that's wrong. He sees it in her eyes. And, like, this season opened. This I think this will be the final season. This but, is know. the final season. There are eight, eight episodes. But this woman is bringing her son to be analyzed by Doc Martin's wife. And they're in the kitchen, and he just looks at her. And she's getting all creeped out. And then he just goes up and grabs her on the side of the head. And he's, you know, and he's treating her. And it's just the way he is because he's he's got a is Asperger yeah, autism yeah, he, something. Yeah, he's on the social spectrum, spectrum of, right. yeah, of 
And, so you know, these disorder. people think, what are you doing? And it's kind of his trademark, and it's kind of funny when it happens. But his other trademark is, like, a lady comes up, and she has staples in her hand, and she's bleeding, and he's like, Bleh. Yeah. He he's can't just, he's got he can't blood. handle blood. Yeah, he can't handle doctor? blood. That's yeah. the reason. That's you know, the whole bit. Because he was, he was the shining star in, in medicine. But then he developed it. wasn't something he's always had. All of a sudden. If he was doing surgery, he, he had a trauma over it. Of yeah, some something, kind. and yeah. he became yeah. violently ill at the sight of blood. blood. <laughs> That's not a good thing for a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Does so, limit your practice. So we really recommend it for people like us. Maybe, maybe not sophisticated, people, maybe, wonderful maybe not people. people like you. Not, not you know people like Steve. Yeah. <laughs> but, so started in two thousand four. Final season ten. Ten's available on Acorns, but start at the beginning, and you you yeah. can figure it out. You know, you yeah. get hooked on it. You yeah. really will, and you it's get hooked really on the quirky little characters in the town. That you get hooked on the town itself. We have a friend that was over there on an LDS mission, and and he recognized it. It's a real little town, and you know, but and they do tours there too. Oh gosh, I thought of the name of it. Yeah, uh, and we, we, uh, Pen, okay. uh, anyway, we've we and we've seen this in other movies because it's just such a Quaint. beautiful idyllic little seafaring town hmm. on the coast of Wales. Yeah. So, right. anyway, there you we're, go. we're here for it. There you go. I have a recommendation for you. Oh, go. The Selena Gomez documentary. On I Apple saw TV her Plus. in an interview with Kelly Clarkson talking about it. She's such a clever, interesting young woman. So, uh, I think I would like that. Her heart is so pure and so sweet. Yeah. And, and she's like... Um, contributes to a school in Kenya or somewhere and she goes there and she's like hugging everybody and just listening to their stories and she's had some real issues with bipolar and she had kidney failure or something like that. well she had lupus lupus so So what do we watch it on it's on Apple TV plus and what's the name of it it's called Selena Gomez my mind and me oh good I'd like to see talking about deep dive okay I'll do it D thank you for dropping on by okay all right You know, it's always such an honor and a a privilege to talk with some of the great people that have experienced Primary Children's Hospital uh, right there. Like Julia Sherman, we talked with her earlier. What a delight. And right now, we're so pleased to have Riley joining us, who is Emmett uh, Bliley's mom. And Riley, thank you so much for joining us here on the movie show today at KSL. Tell us about Emmett, will you? Hi, Doug. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, any opportunity that we get to talk about Emmett or Primary Children's, we jump on. So, um, but yeah, Emmett is five years old. He is super spunky and funny, but our um, journey and our story started when he was two and a half months old. Um, you know, he woke up one weekend um, in the middle of the night just with a very clear fever and not doing well. He hadn't eaten well. He was really lethargic. And, um, you know, we ended up at the emergency room down in Provo and um, had a doctor just tell us that, you know, we're going to break his fever. We'll get him an IV and you guys should be out of here, you know, in the next 24 hours. And they did some routine blood work up on the pediatric unit and um, <laughs> try not to get emotional about it. But, yeah. you know, our doctors came in and, and they told us, um, you know, we can't treat him here. He needs to go up to Salt Lake. And very, very quickly, we found out that Emmett was in liver failure, and it was a lot bigger than just a fever and being sick. And we were packed up and kind of hauled away to Primary Children's, and we spent time in the PICU. Um, We ended up with a lot more questions. We were there for about three months, and, you know, we just had every doctor and every team 
working to figure out what was going on with our son. And the more we looked into what was going on with his health, the more we figured out other organs weren't working and there was stuff going on with his brain and his brain stem and just so many things that we got hit with and no answers were coming. And so it was a really scary time for us. And eventually when Emmett was four, five months old, we um, ended with a diagnosis of an extremely rare genetic disorder called PMM2 congenital disorder of glycosylation. And that just kind of kicked off five years of being in the hospital. That is just, I, I can't imagine, you know, here with, with a, a new, you know, a new baby in your family. Right. Is, is it true that at one point you were actually told that maybe he had only six more months to live? Yes. So when we, um, when we got the genetic team involved and we'd been in the hospital for two months, it was near Christmas time and we were supposed to be celebrating our first Christmas with our brand new baby. He's our oldest. So he's our first kid. And, um, you know, here we are in this dark hospital room. My husband was away at work. So I was by myself and probably 17 people came into our room and Emmett was taking a nap. And I remember they told me to sit down and they handed me a piece of paper that had maybe four sentences written on it. And they said, we think he's a PMM2 CDG kid. We've never seen this before. We've never dealt with this before. We don't know what this means. And we think he's going to die. And they basically oh, wow. told me that, you know, they didn't think he would make it to a year old. They were going to discharge us home so that we could spend our time with him before he passed away. And this piece of paper basically said, like, 70% of these kids are severely disabled and 70% of these kids don't make it to a year old, don't expect anything. And it, it was it was devastating. It was very, very devastating. I, I just can't imagine. And it's Christmas time. You're there all alone. Right. And, oh, right. my goodness. Now, take take us to today. Describe your son to us. What What is he like? What is he doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, he's crazy. He's absolutely <laughs> crazy. He is a wild child. Um, he is nonverbal, but he understands everything you say to him. He'll laugh at jokes. He, you know, will tease his little sister. He loves music and bubbles and books. And, you know, we live by the front runner station and the train comes by and it's the best part of his day. You know, he just, he's so funny. He's so outgoing and personable. Um, you know, if there's somebody in the room, he gives them his undivided attention doesn't matter, you know, what toy is in front of him. He just, he's so great. He's the most outgoing person I've ever met. <laughs> just amazing. It's so much fun to hear you talk about Emmett and, and w- <laughs> he's what, great. what he's doing now, where he's at. And if, if I could yes. just ask you, you know, y- you mentioned the hospital itself and Emmett and everything that your family has gone through and has happened right. with your family. What would you say? to people who are listening right now who perhaps are not smile makers and and maybe in the past, maybe they're new to our community. They haven't donated to primary children's hospital. What would you say to them as a parent who's gone through everything and are now parenting (laughs) this wonderful kid named Emmett? Right. I think that, you know, it's hard to understand exactly what primary children does until you're tossed into it. You know, I grew up, I've lived in Utah County my whole life. I was born and raised here. And, you know, you hear about primaries all the time and kids getting life lighted after accidents. And you think, oh, my gosh, primaries. Like, that's a scary place to be. And you walk the halls of that hospital, and it is so humbling. And I think that if there's somebody on the fence 
that's saying, well, I don't know, I have an extra $20, but should I, you know, use it for the give or not? I think the most important thing to know is it's not just a hospital. For us, um, oh my gosh, it's going to make me cry. For us rare disease parents, you know, that have these kids that are there all the time, that's like our second home. Yeah. And donating yeah. to that means that our kids are taken care of. And it means that, you know, the nurses have the resources to take care of us parents while we take care of our kids. And donating means, you know, um, I was talking with somebody from Primary Children's just recently about expressive therapies, and that's like music therapy and dance therapy, which Emmett loves, and all of those are donation-based. And I can't tell you as a mom what it means, you know, when your child has just come up from surgery and he's in so much pain and nothing will console him, and his music therapist walks in, turns down the lights, gets her guitar out, and basically sings him to sleep. It's so meaningful, and those donations keep programs like that running. And so I think if you look at it as just a hospital, you know, just a place where sick kids go, then it's hard. It's hard to say, okay, I'm going to put my extra $20 here. But if you look at it in our eyes as our community and our home and our, you know, resources to keep our children alive, it's so easy, so easy to donate. The Movie Show. Look at him, he's heading for that small moon. I think I can get him before he gets there. He's almost in range. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You know, at the end of our, our interview that we had with uh, Riley uh, Bliley, uh, we, we had a little technical glitch, and it, it was just so much fun to hear her, her exuberance, her love of the what hospital, and certainly her love for and the description of Emmett, who's five years old now, and so uh, that was just terrific. What a great, great conversation. And then earlier with Julia Sherman, what what a joy to talk with her, now 23 years of age. And, I mean, miracles happen up there, and you can donate now up there. I mean, you know, I still tend to think of primary children as just one location, but now with the Riverton and the new one being built in Utah County, yeah. and it, it is an incredible blessing to our communities and the entire Intermountain West with Life Flight and the way we can communicate now. And it's, it's amazing. Visit kslkids.com and make your donation. We hope that you'll text the word SMILE to 57500, become a smile maker. And I'll tell you, our friends at J&J Garden Center, we thank them so very, very much for being our Smile Maker sponsor. That's where you kind of sign up to be a perpetual giver, whatever you and your family can afford. And uh, it it's, it's a great way to give. And all of a sudden, boy, that adds up, you know, $20 a month from your family budget. That's $240 a year that you're donating to primary children's. All right. It is 11:41 here at KSL News Radio. Steve, we need to talk a few movies here. So, which yeah, one? We've got we... a few left. Well, I have two A minus movies that would be, and we mentioned one of them already when D was here with Selena Gomez. We don't have right. to go over that again. Uh, although it is, should we do the Banshee movie here? Oh, sure. All right, let's do that. Let's get a little sound on this one. You can't just stop being friends with a fella. He's Donald Shavon. But he's always been dull. Maybe this whole thing has just been about getting you to stand off for yourself. How are you, fatty? Dancing with your dog, is it? What did you come here for? I just came to kick your door in and give you a slagging. <laughs> I remember you talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You hadn't seen it yet. But we have these, these two very dear friends. One's a little older, one's a little younger. And this is Colin Farrell. And we have uh, Brandon Gleason. 
and all of these eclectic characters that hang out in the pub. But at two o'clock they go to the pub. This is, by the way, nineteen twenties. Right, nineteen twenty-three. You yeah. see, you see the calendar. He you know, and they go to April first, and that's an interesting little twist there because he just goes, "I don't want to be your friend anymore." You know, we're done. It's it's over, and and so on. I mean, imagine that. You know, you've had this amazing relationship, and you're on this little island. I kind of reacted like he would. Yeah, like, like he reacted like what. What? You can't be serious. And then he changes the calendar, and he crosses off, and he realizes it's April 1st. So he thought it was an April Fool's joke. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so he goes back down, and he's just, but, oh, no, it doesn't let up. Finally, he just keeps insisting, I'm not going to give up on this friendship. And he goes, just go away. Leave me alone. No, I don't. And nobody in town can understand it. You know, and uh, the Colin Farrell character is not, you know, the brightest kid. But he's he's a good guy, and there's he's a, a nice guy. He's a nice guy, exactly. And but all of a sudden you're going, what in the world is going on here? And finally he gets so serious, he goes, if you don't, if you talk to me again, I'll take my shears and I will. And he plays the violin. I'll cut a finger off every time you do that. I will cut a finger off. And you go, yeah, right, sure he's going to do that. It's one of the most startling things. <laughs> this this kid, Colin Farrell, and his sister, they're sitting in their home. And they hear this thump on the door. And they go, well, okay. And he goes and opens it up, and there's this little bloody spot on the door. And then they pan down, and there's a finger there. The guy came, cut his finger off, threw it at the door. And you go, oh, man, how, I know. F- how far is this going to go? <laughs> and obviously he's having a life crisis. He's seeing the end of his life. He's wondering if he's going to, you know, but he's, he's not sick or he's not, but he's that not old. sick or anything else. He's just morose. He's obviously chronically depressed here. There's something really going on. And he's just choosing this avenue. And nobody on the island can understand it. And it goes to some really dark places. And it's really hard to watch in some areas. There's some, some, and, and you laugh out loud at some of this stuff. It's really quirky fun. But it is so slow paced. And it is so, this is a movie you just sit back and you just savor it. And some parts of it are just absolutely beautiful, and the human relationship is so touching, but it goes so dark, and you kind of go, wow. And at the very end of it, you kind of go, what did I just see here? This this is a real interesting movie. I, As I mentioned, you know, Blake and Ann Anderson sat right in front of us. He's the big kahuna at the Megaplex Theaters right in front of me when I was watching it. And Blake goes, well, I'm going to be thinking about this. <laughs> you know, and I said, yeah, I'm. I like this movie a lot, but I don't know why. And it's it's a unique movie. I saw this a month ago, and the and I, the thing that came out of that movie for me is words hurt, and words matter, and, and the things oh. that they say to each other, uh, especially when when uh, Colin Farrell stops being nice, is it was I, I I'm still mortified by this movie. Which yeah. tells me that it made its point. Yeah, you and see a darkness come over his character. Oh, you know, yeah. The look in his eye. He's so sweet and he's so innocent and he's so devoted to his friends and his everything else. But boy, something happens, and there's a darkness, that, and you go, "Wow, where is he now going to take this?" And this is Martin McDonough who brought us in Bruges, uh, three three billboards, billboards. outside yeah. Ebbing, Missouri, and The Guard. He's a great director, and I I love this movie. But I hate it also. I know, me too. It's like I, I really like this movie, but I don't quite know why. I appreciate what he was trying yeah. to do, but yeah. I, I'm not sure what he was trying to do. So what's your do. grade? 
um, a B plus. Yeah, I'm I'm right at a three on this one. I could be talked into a three and a half. I'm just so. telling you though. Good luck. Yeah, uh, and the language it it sounds like he's cussing. Yeah, but it, it's, it's it's Irish brogue. And I know you're going to hear some really rough language. You hear a lot of. F-bombs. It's not going to sound like I know. It it it's yeah it. This is a hard movie to describe. Both Steve and I obviously like it, but again, I'm kind of trying to figure out why. And what is it rated? It's rated R. Oh, right? yeah, it's yeah rated for, R. I mean, oh, and when when you're seeing, you know, he he kind of takes it to an extreme one point, and you go, "Don't show me what his hand looks like." Oh my goodness, that's okay. part of the dark comedy, I guess. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, because it's it's labeled as a drama slash comedy the, I think it, the slash is more important yeah the, the ratio is like you know what eight to two nine to one on comedy and drama so all right yeah. okay and it's called again the banshees of in a sharon in a sharon telltale sign that it's time for telephone Torture. That great tradition that is proudly sponsored each and every week by our friends at the Megaplex Theater. And we have the traditional gift today. We have the two tickets to whatever movie you want to see. We have the two drinks. We have the tub of popcorn. And we have a special KSL screening that's coming up on the 14th, right? On the night of the 14th, we have a four-pack of tickets for Wakanda Forever. We're throwing that in. So a plethora of fine prizes. And so, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. We're going to go for caller number three. Three. Three, Steve says. So let's go to our phone lines and find out who our first loser is. And hi, who's this? Hello? 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 Let's go to another phone line. Hi, who's this? You know, whenever in a big hurry we get these guys that just they don't want to be the loser, they want to be the winner, and so they don't stay on the line. It the ain't way, right. While we're waiting, right. the Megaplex classic movie this right. week is right. Sleepless I know. in Seattle. Okay, let's go to the phone line. Hi, who's this? It's Vicky. Vicky. Oh, Vicky, I so appreciate you being on the line and just accepting the fact that you're a loser. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Made my day. <laughs> she was yeah. speechless. There you go. Let's let's loserize her. You lose. Yeah. Good day, sir. Now we go back to the phone line, and it's KSL Talk. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? This is Bo. Bo, you're a loser. Yes. Are you okay oh, with that? Oh man. No I go, know. Bo. I, I know. <laughs> push push the button on Bo. Here we go. Now let's go back to the phone line because this person is going to be the big... Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Steve. Steve! Oh, Steve, you are a big... Big wiener. You are a big wiener. And you have won fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. That includes the two tickets from Megaplex, the two drinks, and the tub of popcorn, and a four-pack... From us, so you can see our KSL screening of Wakanda Forever on the night of the 14th. How does that make you feel? Oh, it makes me feel wonderful as a big wiener. As a big wiener. And how do we make those losers feel a little better about themselves? Oh, 
we have a, a wonderful crooning song from the chairman of the board of losers. Ooh, old blue eyes. Wow, that was, that was, that was quite an intro. That was quite an intro. Here's, here's the big finish. I mean, how many radio programs give so much attention and comfort to losers? None. <laughs> no, there's not another one that there's I'm not aware of. a single of. one who would dare. And a big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters, and thanks to uh, Ike, our big promotions kahuna, who coughed up the uh, four-pack of tickets to Wakanda that Forever. That wasn't easy for him to do. Was I it? know. I mean, we had to kind of like Lyle Lyle the Crocodile going, and then he finally, you know, coughs him up. Wet cat. <laughs> Wet cat. On that note, okay, Stephen, very quickly, what are the movies we've got to left here? Oh, this breaks my heart because good night, uh, Opie. Don't, don't spend all that such... time whining about it. Just tell us about it. He always does that. Oh, Doug, you've left me with so little time. Good night, Opie is one of the best films I've seen this year. It's a documentary about the Mars rovers, their sister uh, robots, whatever you want to call them, Spirit and Opportunity, and it. Took me back to my childhood. It was and you teared up on this one. You really liked brilliantly this. done. And the other one is called Causeway. This is uh, Jennifer Lawrence back from uh, Afghanistan. She had a brain injury uh, from an IED, and uh, she is in re- rehabilitation in New Orleans, where her family lives. Uh, she befriends a guy. It's uh, Brian uh, Tyree Henry, who is a great actor. And this is another one of those just character-driven pieces where. Two people come together, try to help each other out. Uh, they're both very good films, but Good Night Opie is a A minus film. A minus? How come not a full? Well, a? I'll I'll give it an A. It's just a brilliant okay. movie. I, I try not to get too crazy, but okay. And then what about Causeway? What's the grade on that? Okay, Causeway gets a B. It gets a, a little B. weird at the end, but it's again a very good character. Okay. Film. And how do we see Good Night Opie? Uh, good night, Opie's in theaters, uh, and uh, Causeway is on Apple TV Plus. All right. Well, we are at the end of the program today, and uh, boy, a big thanks to our friends at Sound Sleep Medical. You know, you always have something great for our listeners. Uh, the free sleep screening in this case today, the free sleep consultation, of course, and there this this last hour, you've thrown in the movie tickets as well. That is really a nice incentive to do what people ought to be doing anyway. Right. Find out about your sleep. You know, it's all over the news how important a good night's sleep is. Um, You've got to have enough oxygen. And if you're snoring, if you're tired during the day, or if you're waking up with a morning headache here and there, those are all signs that you are essentially oxygen-deprived during the night. It's not good for you. It's not good for any of your body organs, frankly, but especially your brain. And so come in for free, no obligation. Find out what's going on with your sleep. And you can do it so easily just by calling 801-716-8672. As you mentioned, there's no obligation. Most of the major insurance companies handle this. You know, we're getting toward the end of the year, and a lot of people have hit the, you know, their deductible. And so the perfect time to move on this. And then also, if you have uh, money squirreled away, if for some reason your insurance company isn't covering it, you got money squirreled away. Use right. it now. Yeah, okay? HSA, flex spending, use it or lose it. It's a great time of year to come see us. Sound Sleep Medical, 801-716-8672. It's 12 o'clock noon here at KSL News Radio. And tonight, when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. 
Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.